Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. Well, first of all, you definitely need to know who you're speaking to. So make sure that you get that podcaster's name correct uh, when you send a when you send an email to them. And, and if you reference their podcast, make sure that's correct. Make sure that they actually do interviews. Don't just, you know, go into the business section of iTunes and start writing things down. You need to dig into that podcast a little and make sure that they actually do interview people before you send a, an email offering your services. Hi, I'm Henneke watkis Portal, your inspirational leader and host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now let's go to today's episode. Episode 75 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast features a coach, speaker, and host of the Unstoppable Coach podcast. She guides entrepreneurs how to be recognized as experts in their fields and steadily grow their businesses by telling their unique stories on podcasts. She achieves this through her private coaching, online course, Podcasting for Profits, and her new membership site, DIY Podcasting. I am extremely happy to welcome to the Entrepreneurial You, Millet Jones. Welcome, Millet. Thank you so much, Henneke, for having me. I really appreciate it. Do you know anything about Jamaica, anything about its culture, dress, food, anything? The only thing that I know about Jamaica, I, I was there maybe 10 or 15 years ago. I had a great time. And now I don't know if this is just in Jamaica, but the one thing that I loved was getting those coconuts fresh off the tree that they cut for me. And it was like that coconut juice was amazing. And I would travel back to Jamaica just for that. And especially now with summer, it's extremely hot. And trust me, when that is cold, oh my gosh, to die for. <laughs> uh, let's start from the very, very basic, because we're going to be talking about podcasting and podcasting and leveraging your podcast for profits, etc. What is a podcast from the very, very basic? In the beginning, when people were really trying to figure out what is this new medium, one thing that I that I saw that made sense to me was that if you look at it as like on-demand internet radio, that's a good way to, to think about it. You can listen to it anytime, anywhere, so it's on-demand. You have to access it through the internet, and then most people will do different episodes, so it's it's sort of like listening to the radio where you can listen to a, an interview or a guest on the radio. So that that's one definition that I really like, on-demand internet radio. Now, unlike radio... The episodes are always available, and that's what makes podcasts a great marketing strategy for people. And how have you been leveraging podcasts to your benefit? The best way to leverage the podcast is when you're able to get onto a podcast as a guest expert, and you're able to spend time with that host and share the information that you are an expert in, well, it, a couple of things happen. Most of the time, you'll get a link back to your website. So that's always great um, for anybody that's that knows and understands about SEO. That's a, a really good thing. You're building relationships with those podcast hosts. And then 
hopefully you're starting to build relationships with that host's audience. And as you build that relationship with that audience, you're going to have some people in that audience that really resonate with you. And they're going to want to take the next step with you. And they're going to want to learn more about you and potentially even hire you as a coach or as a client or, or whatever it is that you do in particular. How did you get started in this field? I got started. It's It's a long story, which I'll make short. For a while, I had a personal development blog, and I was really wanting to get into podcasting. I thought that that would be a great way to, a great element to add to my blog. And unfortunately, my business partner decided that she didn't want to continue on with the business. So when she left, I decided that was a great time to make a shift. So I shifted from that personal development blog and I started my podcast just helping coaches. Um, I interview coaches and I help people learn about coaching, how to start, how to grow their coaching business. And the one thing that I really learned from interviewing over 130 coaches so far is that every time I would ask the coaches this question, which was, you know, what's working right now in business? What do you love to do to introduce brand new people to your business? the majority of these people would say, I really love being on podcasts. That's making a difference for me. So I kept hearing it and I kept hearing it. And I kept hearing it. I'm like, you know, these people are onto something, you know, every, everyone's saying this. So I started digging into it a little bit more and I was like, you know, this is, it's really a great thing, but there's a lot of things people aren't really doing right when they start to do that reaching out to the podcast host. And we're going to be talking about some of those things that we're not doing right and what needs to be done <laughs> right. Before we get there, before you entered into the field of podcasting, were you involved in media of any sort? No, not really. Uh, I mean, I I have written a couple of articles um, here and there for my a personal development blog. I got published on the Good Men Project. That was probably the first time I had ever really started getting into getting media coverage for myself was with that blog. And then in the past, way in the past, I had written a travel guide when I first started getting into entrepreneurship. And just writing that travel guide and getting that into different bookstores around my state and getting it into museums and different, you know, different gift shops, that was my first little taste of getting out there and trying to get publicity and PR for myself. So it, it sort of let me know that that was something I kind of enjoyed. And then everything just sort of fell into place over the years. <laughs> you don't have to be or have an experience, any experience in media. You don't have to be uh, a presenter or broadcaster to go into the field of podcasting. Not at all. I think that's one thing that people really make a big mistake with is they will assume that they don't know enough or they're not the expert. And I have found that if you know some of the tricks of the trade, if you if you just have the persistence and the willingness to put in the work, as long as you have a good topic and you know what you're speaking on, you, you do need to know what you're talking about. But as long as you are confident in your message and in your topic, 
anybody can start to leverage podcasts for a, a portion of their marketing strategy. And what were some of the challenges that you faced as a podcaster when you were thinking about going in? I mean, did you just, you know, decide, okay, I'm going, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to do it now? Or did it take you a while? What were some of the challenges that you were faced with? I think that the main challenge really was just that I had just had that split from my business partner. And I was really faced with what is it in business that I want to do? So that that was more of a mindset thing where I had to get into a good place of just saying, okay, I'm not in a partnership anymore. I'm back to being a solo entrepreneur. Where am I going to go? The podcasting always appealed to me. So that wasn't very hard. It was really just digging in and starting to do the research and learning what it was that I needed to do to begin to create this podcast and to get, you know, to get that online and to get it on air. And how did you find the technology relating to the podcast? Honestly, that was just a lot of research on my part. I just, I've started reading blog posts and I did sign up for a little course or a free course actually. And that got me started. And then beyond that, I just started digging in and doing it and making mistakes and learning from it. And that's, that's the way I do things best. I I really like to just do it myself, go in and, and make the mistakes and learn from them. So that's, that's kind of what appeals to me. I'm glad you mentioned Millet about making that, uh, making mistakes and, and learning from them, because I think a lot of persons, what kind of prevent them from starting anything at all, let alone a podcast is that they fear that they're going to be making mistakes. They fear that they're going to make mistakes with the technology because they're not technologically savvy. They fear that they're going to make mistakes when it comes on to the interview, you know, they're, they're and, and hosting a podcast. They're going to be messing up in so many ways. But so what if you make mistakes? That's okay. That's a part of the journey. What you say to that? I think that's a, a great point because when I was doing my uh, personal development blog, we had created an online course and we used audacity to record that course. Well, I use audacity to record my podcast. Everything that you do as an entrepreneur, everything that you learn, there's a potential that you're going to be able to use things in different areas. So even though I wasn't an expert in audacity, I had already recorded a webinar using Audacity. I'd recorded an online course using Audacity. So it wasn't a huge leap for me to be able to use that particular program to then record my podcast. So I think that you just have to dig in and get going because everything that you do as an entrepreneur is just going to stair-step you up to that next level. Indeed. And we're going to be talking about going to another level after we come back from this break when we're going to be talking about how to profit from podcasts, where do we find podcasts in our niches and so on. And so we're going to be talking about all of that when we come back from our break. Let's take a break. And I'm reviewing, reading this review rather from Lysia Lynch. Indeed, I know Lysia. She says, thoroughly enjoy the podcast, thought-provoking and inspiring. Thank you, Lysia. She now lives in the US. She's a Jamaican. We actually grew up in the same community. So thank you. I'm glad that you're listening. I appreciate that so much. So you want to start your podcast, but you don't know where to host it. Go to hennikawatkisporter.com and claim your one month free of podcast hosting on Blueberry. 
Or if you already have your host but aren't getting statistics on your podcast, you can claim one month free sats from Blueberry at HennekaWatkinsporter.com. That's HennekaWatkinsporter.com. Go right now and claim your one month free statistics. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Leadercast Woman 2018 is happening October 12 at the Jamaica Pegasus Hotel. Attend Leadercast Woman 2018 and learn how you can be a leader who motivates people and champion ideas in ways you never thought possible. Register now at hennikawatkisporter.com or call 876-849-2571 to claim your 20% discount for a limited time only. That's hennikawatkisporter.com or 876-849-2571 to claim your 20% discount for a limited time. Welcome back. And if you're just joining me, I'm having a conversation with Millet Jones. She's a coach, speaker, and host of the Unstoppable Coach podcast. And we've just been talking earlier about podcasting and some of the benefits, the challenges, etc. And what actually led uh, Millet into podcasting. Now, we are going to be going uh, switching gear a bit and talking about, you know, podcasting for profits, etc. I want to preface my question by by saying that I find that many entrepreneurs and especially, of course, in Jamaica, they will look forward to going, you know, doing interviews and reach out to uh, to be featured on television, on radio, in the newspaper. But I'm not seeing much people trying to go after podcast interviews and to be guests on podcasts. Now, let's talk about that um, effective medium. Why is it effective for entrepreneurs uh, to explore that as an option? The best reason to go after podcasts is, like you were saying, that people like to look at that traditional media and they want to get on radio or television. But what you have to realize when you, when you get onto a radio show or a television program, you're only going to be speaking to that audience really for, I don't know, maybe two to five minutes. Um, sometimes the, the television episodes might be a little bit longer depending on, you know, the length of the interview, but for the most part, it's really a very short time that you're going to be on those traditional mediums. So when you think about podcasts, most podcasts are anywhere from 25 minutes up to an hour. So if you get on these podcasts where you're going to be talking to a podcaster for an hour, that's an hour that you're going to be speaking directly to your ideal audience. Another thing about the the traditional media, 
is a lot of times that will appeal to a really broad range of people. So like if you're talking about getting on a morning show on television, you could be speaking to to just a, a huge audience, a huge variety of people. But when you really key in on podcasts, you can go really deep into your niche. And if that happens to be business, you can get on really specific business podcasts so you know that every single person that listens to you is already really interested in that particular topic. And how do we find podcasts in our respective niches to, to be guests on? Well, the easiest thing to do for most people is just to dig into whatever podcast search engine that they use. So like iTunes or now Apple Podcasts is one of the largest ones. If you just go into the iTunes, or the Apple Podcast directory, the main dashboard, and just type in, you know, one of the podcasts that you like that you listen to, they'll put suggested podcasts down there. So then you've automatically got another five or six that you can open up and look for, look at, see if they might fit. And then again, those will all have some suggested podcasts at the bottom of the page. Um, so that's like a, a super quick and simple way to just get started seeing what's out there. And then another thing that I like to do is if I have someone that also is teaching on my same topic or in the same niche as me, I'll just go and Google their name plus podcast interview or podcast guest. And a lot of times if they've been on podcasts, it will bring up their interview and that will quickly tell you a couple of things. Number one, that that podcast does accept interviews and also that that podcaster is open to interviewing someone on that particular topic. And I'm sure you've seen that that work for you as a strategy. Oh, absolutely. One thing to keep in mind is a lot of times people don't want to do topics back to back. So if someone has given an interview you know, just in the last few weeks, it might not be the best podcast to pitch to right then, but but it's definitely a good one to put on your list to pitch to a few months down the road. If you have a really, really specific niche, now if you have a broader um, topic like just business or leadership, you know, time management, you know, there's ways that you can sort of tweak that to to fit into podcasts, even if the person has already done some interviews on that fairly recently. As a podcaster, I've seen some persons pitch to me and um, I look at them and like, you know, it's all about selling yourself. It's it's I'm not seeing where you're adding any value or you want to add value or, and you know, I've, I've often seen like persons reach out to me, but they're actually thinking that I'm somebody else and they're addressing somebody else and a host, whole host of oh, stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I've seen many of those things. What are some of the things that we should be doing? So tips for pitching yourself to be on podcasts and things not to do. Well, first of all, you definitely need to know who you're speaking to. So make sure that you get that podcaster's name correct uh, when you send a when you send an email to them. And, and if you reference their podcast, make sure that's correct. Make sure that they actually do interviews. Don't just, you know, go into the business section of iTunes and start writing things down. You need to dig into that podcast a little and make sure that they actually do interview people before you send a, an email offering your services. Make sure they want those services. And then really lead with value. You know, one of the things that, that you just said was that people – 
you know, they, what they want from you. And that's not really the mindset to be in when you're reaching out to podcasters. You don't need to be thinking about what do I want from this podcaster? You need to be thinking, how can I give to their audience? That's really going to make a big difference to, it does to me as a podcaster. Um, I really enjoy when people write to me and they know my name, they know my podcast, they know enough about my podcast to know what it is that, that I help my audience with. And then they tell me how they can help my audience. That makes a huge difference. It is okay to, to toot your own horn a little bit and to say, Hey, I'm, I'm an expert in this. I can talk about these topics. But when you really lead with, Oh, I've written, you know, these seven amazing books and I'm this amazing coach and, and everything that I do turns to gold that, you know, if you're really just pushing how great you are and you're not focusing on what you can bring and what you can teach to that audience, sometimes that can be a little bit of a turnoff too. What are your final thoughts, Minute, on this whole uh, issue of podcasting and podcasting for profits, podcasting for profits? Everybody just needs to, first of all, understand that as long as you can speak confidently about your topic, you can definitely get podcasters to have you on their show and you can get in and speak to a very narrow audience that's really going to get good value from you. Be memorable, start to make a connection with that audience, and then always offer something for free at the end so that you can start to turn those listeners into leads and make sure what you offer is really relevant to what you spoke of and make sure that it's a freebie so they don't have to do a lot of work to take that next step to continue that relationship. And speaking of freebie, do you have anything for our audience today? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I've put together a really great simple checklist about everything that we've talked about today and then some that's going to explain all about how to leverage these podcast interviews and turn listeners into leads. So I would invite everyone to come to my website at millettejones.com. We're going to do that with the backslash Henneke so they'll know it's exactly for them listening to this particular podcast. That's where they need to go and they'll be able to grab that checklist. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Anything else you want to share in terms of contacts or just your website? That's fine. The website is the, is the place to go. From there, they can find me on social media and they can connect to everything else, uh, my courses and my coaching directly from the website, milletjones.com. Millet Jones, it has been an awesome pleasure having this conversation with you about podcasting, podcasting for profits, and podcast experience in general. Thank you so much, and I wish you every success as you continue to be that unstoppable coach by <laughs> uh, through your <laughs> podcast, right? Um, thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. It's been great. We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. Remember to subscribe in Apple Podcasts and download all the episodes that you would have missed if you have not already subscribed and downloaded the episodes and play them to the end as well because good stuff is always at the end too. So do that as well as go and leave a rate and review right now. I'd appreciate that. It helps a lot because I put a lot of effort into creating this free content and it does help when I know that it is of significant value to you. So show your love by going to Apple Podcasts and just leave a rate and review. And when you leave that review, 
do send me an email at hennikawatkisporto at gmail.com because I'd love to be able to read them in an upcoming episode. And if I'm not notified, I won't know it's there because unless you go into all the different stores in Apple, there is no way that I can actually know that a review was left or a current review was left. So it's important that when you leave your review, you send me an email, let me know about it so I can go look for it and read it live on an episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Henneke Watkins Porto. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?